0: I'm Orv Kimbrough, Chairman and CEO of Midwest Bank Center, St. Louis's second largest privately-owned bank. We are the proud sponsor, Forum Focus, because when we dream big, we all rise together. Welcome to Forum Focus, the podcast, Construction Forum. I'm Tom Feinen, the Executive Director and Co-Founder of the Forum. On Forum Focus, you'll hear the stories of stakeholders in the St. Louis region's built environment, they're working to create inclusive, robust employment and economic growth. Forum Focus is diverse, it's unbiased, and it's civil. With the background as an entrepreneur, commercial carpenter, project engineer, foreman, and project superintendent, Gary Bolden started Bolden Construction Services in 2019. His goal was to ensure that project owners, general contractors, Home builders and residential customers would have access to superior quality minority construction professionals whose expertise and dedication to excellence ensured craftsmanship and performance on every project. Bolden Construction Services capabilities include construction management, rough finish carpentry, metal stud framing, drywall installation, insulation application, acoustical ceilings, and renovation. A native of East St. Louis, Gary Bolden holds an associate degree in construction carpentry from Southwestern Illinois College and a Bachelor of Arts in Construction Management from the National Labor College. His 26 plus years of field and professional experience, Eye for Detail, and passion for construction have helped him develop a strong company for either subcontractor or prime opportunities on a variety of projects. Please listen to our interview with Gary Bolden. I saw that you've been in the Carpenters Union for your entire career.
1: 26 years. I still carry the card. I don't think I'm going to ever let that card go. Work too hard for it.
0: You went to Lincoln High School. Where did you grow up?
1: I was born and raised in East St. Louis. How hard was it to get into the Union? It wasn't hard to get in. Okay. Uh, the hard part is staying in. Okay. You know, uh, I heard Ronnie talking on the one of your podcasts uh, today. I went back and listened to that. And like he said, you know, I, when I came in, I didn't even know how to re- read a tape measure. Mm-hmm. I knew nothing about building, measuring, or anything. I just had a, a a passion for construction since I was a kid, but I didn't know how to get in. And uh, my ex-wife, at the, at the time, my wife, her sister worked... At this little jewelry place in Olivet. Okay. And one of Albarisi's top guys' wife worked there and uh, uh, basically told her how I could get in. We basically just call the Carbon's Hall. Okay. <laughs> so that's what I did and ended up getting into the safety training and uh, got hired by Bob Weiss. The first job. Okay. Bob himself.
0: Prior to joining Weiss Drywall, Gary Bolden worked for one of our region's largest contractors. There, a superintendent decided to, quote, get rid of him, unquote. So how did they get rid of you?
1: Well, specifically, Uh the foreman didn't want any black guys on his crew. Is what was told to me, or got around to me. Which, that was after I had gone. There was another guy, another carpenter that was on that crew. I ended up working with later at a different company. And he told me that's the reason why he got rid of me. They just laid me off.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I, w- I wasn't there long enough. I think I was there for a day or two
0: mm-hmm.
1: at the most. And uh, yeah, they got rid of me.
0: So how long were you at
1: Weiss? I worked for Bob for probably a couple years on and off. Uh-huh. Then I went to a company called Eureka Drywall and... I've worked for all the drywall companies here in St. Louis. Okay. I was a foreman on a couple of jobs. Uh, I'm a superintendent for one project. Uh, oh, yeah, I was at Perrick. Uh, I've worked for Perrick as a carpenter for several years. Uh went into the office uh, as a project engineer uh, in one of their uh, programs. I called, it was called uh, Special Projects. Okay. It was a pretty fast paced uh, fast-paced, uh uh, unit and coming out of the field you know I, I didn't know anything about the s- systems and all that stuff so it didn't really work out there so I ended up going to uh, square up started as a carpenter and uh, became uh, a project engineer for them and then a project manager at ki left so they needed someone to cover a project they threw me on it which okay. is how I ended up working for ki
0: so you went to Squick, right?
1: I went to Swick. yes. Yeah. Okay. That was, was there
0: a construction program there? Or yeah, it's
1: construction, construction technology uh, program there, a uh, two-year deal. Mm-hmm. And then I went to uh, National Labor College okay. in uh, Maryland to get okay. my master's.
0: So that is, is that a union college, or how does that work?
1: It, it was. Yeah. It's closed now. Okay. Uh, due to uh, funding, lack of funding, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately. Yeah, it was an online degree. Uh-huh. uh man i was (laughs) i was going to school it took me uh took me seven years to get that degree I started out with uh gd uh then i went to swick and i was doing all this while raising six kids and working 40 hours a week and working side jobs (laughs) if you could wave
0: a wand and make it easier to get where you are today what would you do differently
1: uh, well, first of all, I would have went to college right out of high school. Okay. That would have been my. That's what I would go back and tell my seventeen year old self uh, that. Um. It, it just, from what I see, the people that I see around me, uh, that's my age and went to school right away. You know, it, their careers just seem to have popped uh, better in this, at this point in life. Um, my, uh, I, of course I wouldn't, uh, now I wouldn't trade it. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause this trade that I've learned, that's something that, you know, no one can ever take from you and you can always make a living at it.
0: We'll return to our interview with Gary Bolden after this message from the forum. Tell me how you're doing. Tell me how you're doing. It can seem really overwhelming when you hear construction called essential. Most of us are not built to tough our way through all the problems and stress created by a pandemic like COVID on our own. Guess what? You don't need to. Our industry and our region have come together. Financial, mental, and physical health and other resources are available. If you or someone you care about or considering self-harm, text HELP to 741-741. For more info, go to tellmehowstl.com. Now we'll return to our interview with
1: Gary Bolden.
0: We asked Gary Bolden what it's like to make the transition from the field to running his own business.
1: Being a guy from the field owning a company, you do understand how the jobs are built, Mm right? Right. Um, but on the other side, coming from the field, you still have a lot to learn. Uh, I just, I joined the union and I'm waiting for some jobs to hit before I go out and try to hire some folks. Mm -hmm. Um, I know several people in the trades. Hopefully, uh, when these jobs hit, they may be available. It's when I, uh, that's when I first organized the company. I was working, uh, getting it set up and getting all my certifications while I was working for You talked
0: about the one guy who laid you off when you first started. What have you seen over the years and what do you wish would be different?
1: It seems that uh, when these guys come into the field, these young African-Americans, frankly, come into the field, uh, it's a pursuit to push them out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now, these guys have to understand – that you need to show up on time. Mm-hmm. You need to be prepared to work. You need to listen, right? Mm-hmm. And you need to be picking up what you, what they're, what people are teaching you. Right. Uh, and, you know, being on your phone and doing what you want to do is not, yeah. <laughs> is not how it works. Right. That's, that's the, uh-huh. on the other side, that's, they, these guys need to understand that. But, uh, as, uh, as another thing Ronnie was saying, you know, these owners, they have to, uh they have to get this message down to the field, you know, to their guys in the field. If if you want to, if they want to get this minority level, these minority levels up and sustained, mm-hmm. right, then they're going to have to change some practices out in the field, you know, change some attitude somehow. Well, well, n- number one, based on, you know, th- for the company, what's their workload, right? Right. If you don't have the work, then obviously you can't keep... uh. Uh, a huge workforce but uh for these people that's coming these young folks that's coming through the program through the apprenticeships i don't know how exactly to go about it but it is important to keep these people working and get them through their apprenticeship you know to get their hours in and get their experience in Mm -hmm. because a lot of times what happens also is when these guys journey out You know, you might be working for a contractor and all he has you doing is wall protection for for two years. You know, just hypothetically saying, well, when you return to journeyman, you know, all you know how to do is wall protection. Nobody wants to hire you. Nobody wants to keep you because that's all you can do. If you get thrown on door frames and hardware and you're a journeyman and you don't know what you're doing, that's more likely not going to keep you around. So uh, I think... uh, Uh, One of the ways to fix that is to have these apprentices going through different cycles or different uh, 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 parts of the uh, install and services. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're an interior guy, you got to, you got to do drywall metal framing. You got to do ceilings, right? You got to do doors, frames, or hardware. You got to do cabinets and uh, wood, architectural wood, hanging panels, you know, things like that instead of, sticking on one thing you know I remember when I was working for uh, uh, I think there was weeks down at the stadium mm-hmm. we had these tectum panels they was five foot by four foot panels right and, so, and if you look at the at the top of the, the stadium you know, the numbers that go around there those big numbers mm-hmm. that's what all those numbers are on those tectum panels okay. well I was they had me packing those panels up there you know and I'm feeling kind of upset because I'm like, you got three other apprentices here. Why 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 am I the only one packing these things up here? You know? But um those are the type of situations where you, you don't really get to learn a variety of things. Uh I would say they you know they need to go contractor to contractor. Because another thing, if you work your whole apprenticeship with one company mm-hmm. And you're you're stuck doing the, that individual thing mm-hmm. that I'm talking about doing. Right. You don't know how to do anything. Right. Nobody's going to hire you, and nobody knows you, right?
0: Just because you haven't gotten
1: around. Right. right. You, you you you. It's a network that you have to get. You know, you you got to know as many people as you can to stay working. You know. Now, there's a. I guess there's those rare instances where you can work your whole apprenticeship with a company, become a journeyman and -hmm. still work your almost your whole career. I think the greater possibility is you work for this guy, you know, like you said, for Mm -hmm. eight weeks or six months, whatever, and he don't have anything else for you. You don't know anybody. You're going to be sitting. That's what happened to me my first year in. I didn't know anybody. So when uh, Bob uh, got slow that winter, you know, I sat until March. From, Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was October to March, because I I didn't know who to go to.
0: We asked Gary how he felt about the state of the industry today. Was it better than when he started? Is he hopeful? Is it worse?
1: Uh, I think it's hopeful. I think it's uh, it's better than it was. I think it's uh, better than it was because of time, really. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, how uh, a lot of these owners are wanting these changes, really. Mm -hmm. Right. And back in the day uh it it wasn't really a big push on it, and also the the you know the older guys the ones that went through that rough or uh, thought you had to go you know be treated in such a way right you know a lot of those guys are fading out you know and and some of the you know some of the culture is changing but basically yeah it's it's way different <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we asked Gary if the approach to racism and sexism on the job side should be the same as for drug and safety violations
1: we people in this industry has to get serious about doing it Mm -hmm. everybody from owners down to the field that's the only way it's going to change and i I know the carpenters have this thing sensitivity training or something like that Mm -hmm. that they send guys out to vegas to the headquarters and do that that training i have been in the field for a while i don't know what effect is having? I, I would imagine it's having some.
0: Gary, what group can have the most impact as far as changing the situation? Owners.
1: Okay. Owners, because, well, you know, BJC, mm. watch you—they're very serious about their programs. Right. So we we can get everybody else to uh, to become that way, and then also if these owners, uh. Find out that, you know, say a ABC a, contractor is not doing what they're trying to get implemented here, then uh, not using them for a year or two or whatever.
0: What do you want to be known for five or 10 years from now?
1: For uh, a good contractor, a good sub contractor that's out there and that they, that they can depend on. You know, and it's not absolutely about being a minority. It's just I want to be known as a good contractor out there, a good partner. Doing what I said I'm going to do, meeting my goals, meeting schedules, bringing jobs in the way they're supposed to be brought in on time, on budget, and treating people the way I think they should be treated.
0: Thanks for listening to our interview with Gary Bolden on Forum Focus, the podcast of Construction Forum.